Rude. You're so rude to me. I know. It's because I'm secretly upset that you're leaving. You're leaving me. <laughs> For an entire week. For a whole wide week. But you're going to have so much fun. I know. We Amy, always have a good time. Amy is going to where dreams come true, guys. I'm going to where She's going die. to the tax office. <laughs> <laughs> That's so boring. Social security. She's going to get her driver's license the changed. The DMV. <laughs> The doctor's office. I actually don't mind going to the doctor's office. I don't either. I feel like I'm getting things accomplished. Well, not my current one. Right, but, right. You, know. you feel like, ex- like you're taking care of your body when yeah, you go? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm I, I'm excited to go to my new doctor this week, hopefully. Oh, is that this week? Yeah. Oh, yay. Yeah. I'm Tuesday. happy for you. Yep. There is a pound of lint in my leggings. Yeah. Pound. This is our true crime and paranormal podcast, What's With the Neighbors? And, and that's Amy. That's Bree. <laughs> <laughs> and Amy has been running around like a chicken with her head cut off. Yes. But she's still been able... Hey, my height's over there. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> but she's still able to record, and she leaves tonight at like 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Fun I'm times. I'm not looking forward to that. I tried <laughs> to get an earlier flight, and they're like, no. I mean, no. I could drive you. The only thing I'm, I was thinking is that I'm going to have to squeeze Alice between the two car seats in the back. Rick can take us. He's, he's, he's fine. He can take us. He's. I even offered, I was like, you know, we can leave the car at the airport and you can get it tomorrow. I don't want the parking fee. <laughs> then you can take us. Dum-dum. Do you have a neighborhood story for us? All right. So this one. Questioning morals. Hi, all. I want to first thank everyone for all their comments on my last post regarding my son's vaping device. Uh, Not sure what that has anything to do with it. Yeah. But the solution was to swap out his gum with nicotine gum so he would no longer have the urge to smoke in the house. I'm pretty sure that you you can tell the difference. Next door app is not for um, that. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) however, this post is about another matter. I am a stay-at-home mom, so in my free time, I enjoy sitting in my living room and sometimes notice people walking by and so forth. I have concluded that one of my neighbors, name not to be mentioned, is having an affair. I'm wondering what I should do about it and if I should go tell the wife. I hate to stir the pot on this scandal, but there is no room for adultery in this neighborhood. No room, and not in my Christian neighborhood. (laughs) Blessings, Sharon. Sharon. That's a little close to Karen. I a little not close. In my Christian neighborhood. Have Sinner. you seen those memes? I don't no. know. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> they're really funny. Um all right, Sharon, I have a couple of advice points of advice for you. First off, if you are not close to them, probably shouldn't get involved. Who knows? Maybe they're into pineapples. Yep, maybe. Second, that happened to be upside down. Yes, not right side up. Secondly, don't ask ne- next door about your son's nicotine yeah. addiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a help. It's not this, a helpline. This is not a helpline. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, being that son and you see that post and you're like, oh, oh my god, That's so embarrassing. Really? Mom! The, and the kid's probably older, too. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I assume. But I, I've never had nicotine gum, but I can't imagine it tasting the same as normal gum. From what I've been told, it tastes sort of like winter fresh. Oh, okay. Which I like, or winter green. Okay. I like winter green. Winter green. The green mint gum. Yeah. Does it kind of have like a vanilla taste to it? Mm-mm. No. Okay. I don't no, like the smells, ones that have... smells like dip. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, winter green. Duh. <laughs> Josh can't, Josh can't smell wintergreen gum anymore. Poor guy. (laughs) He just wants to be cool. (laughs) All right. You want to hear my story? Yes. Okay. So this movie, or this movie, this story, there's actually a movie. There's like one specific girl that tends to be in a lot of like scary movies, like paranormal type of movies. She has blonde hair. She's younger. Anna Ferris? No. The, no. She's in all the comedy scary no, movies. No, no, no. She's like, she's younger. She's like younger than you and I. Oh, okay. And she, I can't think of her name right now. Let me take, let me see if I can find a picture of it. But she's in it. And I wasn't expecting her to be because it's, this is like the movie that, that they made is like a low budget movie. Oh, okay. So I thought it was interesting um, that she was in it. Abigail Breslin. I need to see her picture. Okay. She's a new actress. I don't know her face. This is the other girl. She, this other girl's in Narnia. Georgie, Georgie Henley. But I thought it was interesting that they were in it because you've hardly texted me today. Sorry. Oh, she's in a lot. Yeah. She's in a lot of... Sc- oh, she's in Zombieland. Yeah, yeah. And Georgie Henley's in Narnia. Yeah, they're like the same generation. Yeah. So, I thought it was interesting because it was like a low-budget film that it was made. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a baby sister. Oh, wow. She's still acting. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. Are they sisters in real life? No. No, she was the younger sister in Narnia is what I was saying. Oh, 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 oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to tell you about Anne Margaret. I'm going to butcher this last name. Le- Lebanesiskron. Lesbian? Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's also, if I, if I change, switch up names, I, when I first did my story, all of the names had been changed in all the articles because to, to protect everyone's protect, right. names. And then I found I finally like found this one website that had their real names That's in so it. That's so annoying. And so I like did the control F yeah. and like went in. So if I change it, I'm sorry. You're like, wait, who is that? It's because of that reason. Okay. So you just missed one. Yeah, yeah. So um, Anne Margaret was born on April fifteenth, nineteen fifty nine, in Poland. She gave birth to Carolyn around 1987 and to Catherine in 1988. And their youngest son, Robert, a.k.a. or her youngest son, Robert, a.k.a. Bobby, was born a few years later. And he was the girl's half brother. So it was with a different dad. And she had she gave birth to these kids in Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. Uh, unfortunately, at an early stage of their lives, their father left Anne uh, to raise the children on her own as a single mother. Okay. 
This led to her being depressed and dependent on alcohol. For a short while, she met a man that was also an alcoholic. So she's got... Aw, that's cute. (laughs) Well, it's sad because they (laughs) just enable each other at that point. He was pretty abusive towards Anne, and in 2001, he he was convicted of drug drunk driving and arrested for domestic violence. Uh, Ooh, so domestic violence on her, I assume. Yeah, yeah. So, um, this caused Anne to spiral even more, unfortunately, and uh, push and that like pushed the two sisters to pick up more chores around the house. More slack. Yeah. So by 2002, the teenager, the teenage daughters were doing most of the work around the house. Anne was also working two jobs. So this also meant that the girls also had to care for their younger brother, Jeez, Bobby. Teenage, just, just teenage kids working two jobs. No, no, no. Anne, the mom, oh, was okay, working okay, two okay, jobs. Okay. And but the sisters ha- had to pick up even more around the house, okay. like and make were, dinner, that was take why care, of the care of the brother. Yeah. So it was just really sad they shouldn't have to do that um between the mom barely making ends meet and caring for their younger brother the and keeping up with the house the girls resented the crap out of their mom which is really sad but i get it yeah yeah so uh it was reported that carolyn was sexually abused by a priest one of the older the one of the sisters what which was never actually properly reported unfortunately so it was never determined if that was the case but that was just another thing that she had to deal with right um it was also reported that since Anne didn't the mom didn't provide basic necessities for the children along with drunk driving with them carolyn attempted to report the abuse to children's aid society uh but she failed and i wouldn't say she failed but like she called them and they said like well has she hurt you no do, do you guys have food in the house yeah and so they were like well there's nothing we can do for you that's that's ridiculous yeah so i don't know if they just got a terrible person when they tried to report it or... what time period this is it was the, the 80s uh, yeah i mean still oh, excuse though... me sorry no this was early 2000s oh. they were born in the 80s oh okay yeah so i don't know if it was because of the area or or she just didn't describe it, you know, trying to downplay how bad it was, but she was seeking out help. But, yeah, it was really sad. It is. Um, the resentment was growing pretty bad towards the mom, and they wanted to be the popular girls in school also. So, like, they wanted everyone to like them and, you know, have them in name brand clothes and swimming pool and, like, a nice place to live, but they lived, like, in a you know, uh, lower income housing. Exactly opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is really sad. I get it. Like being a teenager is hard. However, they like, shouldn't take it out on their mom. I can't say she's doing her best, but yeah, she's, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to be in that situation where, you know, you're, when your mom's not working, she's drunk, you know? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. So, one day, they looked up their mom's insurance policy, 
they learned that her policy was worth $133,000. Well, damn, she was a drunk, but she sure she sure is smart. Took it in insurance policy. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? So they started daydreaming. Maybe, maybe that's why her ex abused her. Anyway. For, oh, for maybe. the money. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like it's really weird that she had an insurance policy because that's not something that everybody has. I, I mean, I, I agree. I agree. So, um,. They started of daydreaming, like, oh, if we were to have that money, what could we do with it? And they decided if their mom were to ever die, they would go on a trip to Europe with their friends and then buy a house. So, after further discussion... It's a pretty specific dream. I mean... I guess. Like you sound... They sound like they're getting pretty serious about it. It sounds like they just watched Euro Trip. (laughs) Such a good movie. With their friends. (laughs) Um, It was around that same time, too. After further discussion, the sisters decided that they didn't want to wait for their mom to accidentally die. They wanted... They believed their lives would be better off without their mother. What? So they told well, three. Wait, of th- so you don't want to wait for her to accidentally die? You'd still get insurance money if you if she accidentally died, but like you you're like, no, we want to kill her. Yeah, we want to take it out on her. We're going to kill her. Jeez. Yeah. So these two teenagers told three of their friends. They're still teenagers. That's right. Yeah. About their. They told three of their friends about their plan. And they spent weeks and months planning the, her their mo- mother's murder. Their friends did too? Three, yeah, they had three friends involved. What? So January 18th, 2003, which is so crazy because that's my birthday. I was 13. That's your birthday. Yeah. On the day of Anne's murder, the sisters gave their mother an excessive amount of alcohol, attempting to get her drunk, which they succeeded. She obviously easily accepted the alcohol because she was an alcoholic but they also gave her six tylenol and uh or tylenol three which i think is like super strong tylenol, yeah with coding tablets to slow down her heart rate oh my gosh which that came that advice came from one of their friends they said like i have this uh medicine that i can get from my mom so It took a while for the drugs to take effect, so to pass the time, they chatted with friends online. Oh, of course. Bragging about what they were doing. My mom's dying. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. We killed her. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, what are you wearing on Saturday? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Many people in the chat, though, also wished them good luck and gave them advice to wear gloves. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, once she was incoherent, they filled the bathtub with water and coursed their mom into the bathroom to give her a bath because they're like, we can't carry her. But she was like, you know, when like someone's like blacked out, you can still like get them to walk and stuff yeah. like that. Like that's how it was. Okay. So they put Anne in the bathtub and massaged her to relax her and then instructed her to lie back to wash her hair or lie forward to wash her hair. Sorry. And uh, Carolyn then pushed the older daughter, pushed her head down into the water, and held it there for roughly four minutes until she was unconscious. And she wore gloves. Drowning is... Oh. Yeah. To be able to drown someone... I mean, because they fight back. That takes a lot of emotion and time. Yeah. Not, I mean, four minutes, but, like, that's the longest four minutes of your freaking life. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep. 
So the girls left Anne in the bathtub and went to go eat dinner with their friends <gasps> to celebrate. What? Uh, uh, they celebrated so at, nonchalant about it. <laughs> celebrating at the nearby restaurant, also giving them an alibi at approximately 6.51 p.m. That's pretty smart. Yep. When the girls got home later that night at 10.30 p.m., they called 911, uh, stating that they found their mother had drowned in the bathtub. And the operator said, remove her from the bathtub and attempt CPR. But the girls were like, mm, I don't think that'll work. Yeah. Uh, so when the police At least are, try, like, I make know, it right? look like you tried. Break a I rib know. or something. I know. What? When the pr- police arrived at the house, it appeared to be pretty, uh, the girl's case seemed to be pretty solid. Um, you know, someone drank too much, went, took a bath, and drowned. Like, it was a pretty solid yeah. case. Um, the girl's story was, like I said, a thousand percent believable considering the autopsy also showed a high level of alcohol and pills in her system at the time of death. Where was the brother? He, oh, I don't think, maybe I didn't put this in there, but he was sent off to his dad's house that weekend. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so. That's right, because his dad wasn't their dad. Correct, yeah. And their dad wasn't involved with it at all. So the girls uh, moved in, oh, sorry, I wanted to say that the alcohol level was five times the legal amount. Jeez. That's so much. Um, the girls moved in with their aunt and her three sons. Their little brother ended up moving in with another family member, probably his dad. It didn't say where he went. Um, the insurance company paid out 67 thousand grand to the younger brother and a hundred and thirty three thousand six hundred and seventy four dollars and ninety cents to the two sisters um so the girls did a crap ton of partying afterwards yeah um like when i say they were like partying they were spiraling they were not doing good at all during one of the nights of their parties one of them told a boy that they didn't know about the murder and what they had done. And they, you know, everyone knew that their mom died. But they were like, yeah, we killed him or killed her. And so that boy eventually came forward to the police and told them what was said to him at the party. Good boy. Yeah. However, all he had was their word. And so... Um, there was zero evidence to back it up. They asked him to wear a wire and get him, get one of them to confess, which he did. And he got the confession. Okay. So on, Jeez, they just told anybody. I know. So on January 21st, 2004. Oh, and in the, in the movie that I watched, they like, they just like tell everybody in the movie so on january 21st i wonder how many people think that they're like joking right yeah so january 21st 2004 one year and some days after the murder of their mother the two were finally arrested they were charged with first degree murder and found guilty and they were sentenced to 10 years in prison and sent to uh because they were teenagers yep minors uh, they were sent to separate prisons with zero communication with one another. So they were not they allowed to. They got put to... in timeout. <laughs> they got put other. in timeout. <laughs> yeah. No more conspiring. <laughs> so 
Since they were under the age of 18, the maximum years allowed for sentencing was 10 years. However, both only served four years and were released on parole to a halfway house. What? Yeah. Caroline ended up going to University of Waterloo to study geophysics, and Catherine went to Ottawa and studied law, and she ended up getting married and had a son. Their parole ended in 2016, and the two have kept a low profi- profile. Lucky for them, most of their their names were never actually released until this one article that I found. What? So most people don't know them what they did, um, including their mother's. Their mother's name was also changed in all the articles that I found. Um, it's because they were minors. Yeah, and their aliases were are Linda, the mom, Beth, and Sandra Anderson. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And that's So they're it. just walking, living their normal they're lives. They're living their normal lives. It's like, oh, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? I killed my mom once. I killed my mom once. Like, <laughs> What? <laughs> So wait, the wait, what <laughs> back up? This is our first day. Yeah, that's on... what I did. I backed up on her. <laughs> uh, the the movie was called Perfect Sisters. And Where you can, is it? Oh, uh, you can Sorry. watch it on Peacock. Okay. Yeah, I think you can watch it on Hulu too. Is it so, good? It was decent. It was yeah. it was it was short, but it did was. Did they do a decent job with like the story? Yeah, there was quite a few differences, but not a whole lot. But the names that they use in the movie are the their actual aliases oh. in the articles. Okay. So, um, there was, like, in the movie, it shows that, like, the mom stayed with the boyfriend a lot longer than... Than what it actually was. Than what actually happened, yeah, and, like... Yeah, I won't... If you're going to watch it, I don't want to give away a whole yeah. lot of spoilers, but... um. Yeah, it was it was a pretty decent movie. I liked it. Some of there's like there's like this one corny situation that like an imagination that they have, and it's kind of corny, but that's why I said like a low budget. Yeah, but it was still good. Okay, I, I liked it. Oh, it's P- Perfect Sisters. Perfect Sisters. Okay, and the girls are known as the Bathtub Sisters. The Bathtub Sisters. That's what they're known for. Like that's their, their that's their murder name. Sounds like a. Two girls in one cup. Yeah, it sounds like a teen, like a like a college porn name. Yeah, <laughs> the bathtub sisters. <laughs> Interesting. That was a good one. Thank you. We're in spooky season. Oh yay! It's, Are you going to share? Can I guess? Yeah. Is it about a werewolf? I knew it. <laughs> no, Jacob. It's not Jacob. Oh, let me put my. Were computer. you team Jacob or team Edward? I was, was team that? Edward because that was what was right. Jacob was definitely hotter. Yeah. He didn't have to have his abs painted on him. <laughs> you I, know that, right? He had his abs yeah. air like, sprayed on him. I wasn't team anything. I was a huge Twilight fan. I didn't watch any of the movies until like uh, after it was not a cool anymore. I was I was going through some shit when those movies came out. And so like that was the first ever book series I've ever read in my entire life. And I like... I was addicted to that. I just constantly read. I was always reading Twilight. And I'm like, I got to see these movies. I read the book. That's that's not the same as the book. You're such a nerd. (laughs) That's like the only book series that I've actually read. (laughs) Like out of a book. 
That makes me sound really dumb. But I read the Cat in the Hat books. They were cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Marie. <laughs> I listened to books. <laughs> I'm, I, re- I'm re-listening to Harry Potter again. Oh, bless you. So good. Her- I will say They're so good. Twilight was the first series I ever read. Besides, like, I read, like, when I was, a ki- like, Alice's age, I read all the series of Ju- Junie B. Jones. That's I did read Junie B. Jones. Yeah. I loved her. Yeah, me too. Alice she says a lot of mean things. I know. Alice can't get into her. I don't know I, why. I, I think for Alice's age, she's good. I feel like at a kid, like we like our kindergarten teacher used to read them to us. Yeah, same. And they yeah. she calls people stupid and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm like, man, I don't know if I want my kid calling people stupid. Everyone, when I was <laughs> Alice's age, they were like, okay, Junie B. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> you were Junie I was, B. Jones. I was a Junie B. Jones. Those are good books. She was my role model. I want to get Charlotte those books as soon as she can read. She already has the Harry Potter series. <laughs> Figures. Gigi got them for her for Christmas Aww, this year. I'm, I, w- I can't wait. That's going to be my second hardcover book series to read. Oh. Well, if you ever want to read Stephen King first editions, we have them. I do, actually. You got to ask That actually Rick. sounds awesome. I don't think Rick would notice if you grabbed them. I'm in the Harry Potter series right now, so I'm going to finish those first. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Tell me your story. So uh, I wanted to cross another one off the map. I got to get stickers for that. I know. Um, I know we had the ghosty ones. I I lost them. That's okay. I have them, but they might be in my bag, actually. Anyway, I want to get what's with the neighbor stickers for them. Yeah. Um. So I am doing Oklahoma. Oh, how fun. What was is that? What you're excited about? No, I just thought of something and I need, <laughs> okay. to, I need to remember. I was about to say to that you. was way too big of a reaction for Oklahoma. So not Al- that they're not great. <laughs> Alice and I were watching Generation Gap last night. I don't know if you, yeah, it's a game show. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And she asked if I could sign her up, and I was like, Yeah, sure, because that's never going to happen. <laughs> but then I was like, What if it does happen? And also, you have to have, like, a kid that you're, like, a family friend or someone in your family that's t- between the age of two and five. Because <gasps> at the end, they go up and they either pick between a car or their favorite toy. And most of the kids always pick the toy. <gasps> and since we uh, we don't have another kid, I nominated Charlotte. <laughs> Because yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, we could totally make it a trip. Yes. We could go down there and then go to California if we want to. so on board for this. <laughs> I figured you would be. But yeah. it was like at 10 o'clock at night and I was like, I can't text. Oh, I could have texted you, but this I wanted to tell you. This is something you. to tell her in person. Yeah. Or at least a phone call. Yeah. I love it. So if I, we get, I'm on board. We need to be like, Charlotte, pick the car. Pick did you, the did car, you put Charlotte. that we have a podcast? N- no. Oh, I didn't know if you could put like background information about yourself. Uh, it's about the kid. Oh, okay. They don't yeah. care about us. Well, Charlotte's mom has a podcast. Charlotte's so mom. does Alice's mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty important. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, anyways, I was like, we could totally make it a trip. Yes. Land in Cal- Reading, <gasps> drive down, go do our things that we want to do in San Francisco in the Bay Area, and then go all the way down to LA and then fly LA. Out. Yeah. Never been to LA before. It's not that great. All right. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about Oklahoma now. So I'm going to do these stones. Another, hold on. Another fun fact about Oklahoma, because I just gave you one. Fun fact. No, fun fact. There is a town in Oklahoma that I've been to called Colbert, Oklahoma, oh. and I went there. Oh, there's a town in Texas 
called Bonham, Texas, which really? is my maiden name. Yeah. And my sister's moving close to there, kind of. Is she going to be the mayor? I sure hope so. That'd be so cool. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. My dad, growing up, my dad <laughs> She'd said. She'd be a mean mayor. She's very strict. <laughs> growing up, my dad's like, if we ever move to Colbert, Oklahoma, I they said I would be the mayor. And like growing up now, knowing politics, I was like, you probably wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Segway. So we're going to do the Stone Lion Inn in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Ooh. So little history, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1907, a Fred Hofton, and I'm pretty sure I pronounced that wrong, but okay. I forgot to look how to pronounce it. Um, he built the Stone Lion Inn for him and his large family of him and his wife and either four or six kids. One of the sources said 12 kids, but I'm oh pretty gosh. sure that was way wrong. Another source said four, another source said six. So okay. they had a lot of kids. They had at least four. They were having them in increments of like three. I wondered four. maybe like some of them had left the house by then. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So the site that he had built the house on was in Guthrie, Oklahoma, right next to the family's previous home, which they had outgrown. Okay. So he decided to expand. He built this four-story home, which featured oak paneling in the dining room, leaded glass bookshelves in the library, large pocket doors, an Adam's staircase, whatever the hell that is, uh-huh. uh, clawfoot tubs in the bathrooms, and Ooh. obviously about obviously a ballroom, obviously, and three fireplaces for the chilly Oklahoma winters. Oh. Yeah. It was the most expensive home in Guthrie, Oklahoma at that time, Jeez. costing at $11,900. Not that much money. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Take man. my first burn. Yeah, please. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Among their children uh, was one of the daughters named Irene. However, other source or some other sources said it was Augusta, but eventually, it's like your thing. I found out uh, it was actually Irene. Oh, okay. Um, at only seven years old, she became bedridden with uh, whooping cough and oh. died of an accidental overdose from the medicines that were treating her. No. Because the medicines back then were laced with like opium and codeine. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, poor baby. <laughs> yeah. In the 1920s, the home was leased out as a funeral home for eight years where bodies were embalmed in the kitchen. So I'm sure you can imagine all the crazy things. That sounds <laughs> typical Odd. and normal. Uh, the family moved back in in the 30s, and Mr. Hofton died of a stroke in 1943. Uh, Mrs. Hofton and her now adult children ended up running the home as a boarding house okay. until she had passed in 1958. Wow. So the home stayed in that family until 1986. Then a uh, the Luker family purchased the home, and they renovated it and restored it, turned it into a cute little bread bed and breakfast. Yeah, they even kept some of the original pieces in it, like the embalming table, <laughs> as you would. So normal. Like, we Why use not? disinfectant. It's fine. And every Friday and Saturday, even till today. They uh, kill their guests in murder mystery parties. Shut up. Yep. Every Friday and Saturday. It's oh so, and that's gosh. so cool. This yeah. place sounds so cool. I want to go there so bad. So according to a psychic that had gone there um, and to many others, 
Stone Lion is indeed in, it's indeed haunted. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking about it. Sure. Uh, the psychic believes that there were actually four different spirits there that she had encountered. Oh, my gosh. Spirit number one was one named Edward, who can be found in the basement and says that he died of lung cancer. He came to the Stone Inn when it was a funeral home and didn't want to leave the world because he loved life. Aww. He liked the Stone Lion, Stone Lion Inn so much that he took up permanent residence and he tends to play with people's hair and catch people off guard, startling them. <laughs> and I was like, so basically that was like a nice way of saying he likes to mess with people and scare them. Cool. That's, but it's so I would sweet love that. that he loved it yeah. that much. Yeah. I didn't know that they got to <clears throat> pick where they go. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. May, I mean, if you think about it, like, I don't know. Like, they say that, like, people's spirits are everywhere. Like, there could be, like, multiple spirits of people like, in different places. Uh Teddy Roosevelt? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's okay. exactly who I was about to mention. Okay. Uh, a little girl's spirit is there. Um, she didn't have her name. But she used. She says she used to live there, and she plays with dolls and tea sets, and she often follows people around and gets really lonely. Mm. And I'm wondering if that's maybe the spirit of the little girl, Irene, who yeah. died. Uh, another resident is Elizabeth, who has long dark hair and always appears sad and claims that she has lost someone very close to her and that her sister was only the only one who would accept her. So the psychic felt like... The situation was that maybe she was pregnant out of wedlock and she lost the baby oh, and the sister no. like accepted her for yeah. that and she arrived whenever it was a funeral home as well. Oh, that's sad. I know. Uh, the final spirit is Sarah who died of natural causes. She too arrived when it was a funeral home and she seems kind of angry and is very possessive over the home. Oh my gosh. Uh, she acts as if she's a caretaker and <laughs> if something happens that she doesn't approve of, she will show her disapproval. She sounds like the oldest daughter. She, she's a grumpy <laughs> ma- woman like, don't you make, don't you burn those biscuits. <laughs> her voice has been heard and she is known to throw things. She's she's a grumpy old woman. Sounds like it. Uh, so, seen on Ghost Adventures, Miss Luker, the lady who owns it, uh, uh-huh. a.k.a. Becky, told them that they they made her seem so crazy. I don't know if she is or not, but she's she's a little out there. But she's she, a little cuckoo. She owns a murder mystery haunted place, so I get it. I mean... She's you, trying to hold up a whole persona, too. Listen, so. if you're into murder mystery... You're weird. You're weird. You're, just you're put into in that category. true crime. You're weird. You're into paranormal. You're weird. Yeah. So when she, whenever they met with her, she had told them that she had first started the murder mystery dinners uh, with uh, stories that she had wrote involving a, an, an outlaw named Elmer McCurdy. And he was a real outlaw. So she wrote the murder. Whoa. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm betting she still does, too. That's so cool. Yeah. Very authentic. Yeah. So McCurdy was known for being a robber. And died in 1911 in a shootout with cops. Look more into it if you want to know more details. But I just thought this was too interesting not to put in here. Sure. So after his death, he had no one to claim his body for six months. The man who embalmed him used arsenic to mummify the body. Oh. So is that normal? The bo- I don't know if arsenic is normally That doesn't sound normal. Yeah. So whenever it was finally like 
done, he was able to like stand this dead corpse up straight up and it could stand like on it. Like it was stiff and mummified, you know, yeah. mummified is. And the embalmer decided to start charging people five cents to come and see this body. <laughs> this body on display. It's so embarrassing. Like yeah. how terrible. So this <laughs> continued for 60 years. <gasps> Even sold to different attractions like carnivals, sideshows, amusement parks, and whatnot. And uh, he eventually landed up in Hollywood, I want to say. And they were moving his body, and the arm fell off. And they're like, oh shit, there's bone in there. That's a real body. And so they figured it out and returned him back to Oklahoma in 1977. So this guy was put on display for 60 years he's like i just want to yeah. be laid to rest y'all. yeah poor guy oh my gosh <laughs> so he was finally buried in the boot hill section of Guth- of the guthrie cemetery which is in walking distance um and becky used to use this story and take guests to that cemetery um oh that's cool and People got wind of it, and so they the newspapers accused her of witchcraft and devil worshiping. Oh my gosh! She, of course, she denies it, but she's like, it just means more business for me. It's yeah, and she's like, it didn't hurt the business. That's so cool. <laughs> and some suspect that the spirit of Elmer could have followed her back to the end. So, because he's uh, just like he never got peace. Yeah, poor guy. That is so funny <laughs> that he was. I know. I know it's wild. It's a truce. I was like, no crap, no way. There was a dead body on display that people would just go look at and check out. Like, hey, look at this dead body. Oh, okay. Gosh. <laughs> um, on Ghost Adventures, they tried to communicate with Elmer, and when asking, "Did you die?" it answered, "Hang," which he was shot. Oh. But. They had suspected that it meant that, you know, like, he was hung up for display. It kept on saying, hang, uh, hang, hang. Yeah. So, um, what other things did it say? I don't remember what other things it said. It's It responded to them a lot, though. That's good. Um, as far as paranormal experiences go, after moving into the Lucre, uh, after moving in, the Lukers heard footsteps every night. And thought that it was intruders. So they called the cops. Cops came. Didn't see any sign of break-in. No one was in the house. So um, that was like right after they moved in. Yeah. And also right after they moved in, they were all staying um, on the third floor. And her son's toy box sat in one of the closets. And in the morning, they would find all the toys were out scattered all over the floor. Right. When they told the original family this, they were like, oh, no, it's fine. That's just Irene. She's just playing with her toys. <laughs> she does that all the time. It's like, okay, uh, uh, heads up would have been nice. Thanks. <laughs> Didn't know we were taking in your relative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to have to start charging you yeah. uh, a fee for this rental fee. <laughs> Uh, guests have reported being woken up around 2, 2.30 in the morning to a small child coming into their room and patting them on the cheeks. Oh, that would freak <laughs> I know. me out. And whenever they finally come to, there's no one there. So it's like, what? <laughs> Can I have some water, please? <laughs> I have to go potty. I have to go potty. I have a hug. <laughs> Every night. Is it time to wake up yet? Is it time to wake up yet? Yes. <laughs> I hate that one. What are you watching? Can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? I'm still hungry. <laughs> Go to sleep. 
My belly hurts. <laughs> we could be here all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a guest has reported a music box going off all night. And whenever they complained to the owner, she was like, there's no music box here. Oh, no. Disembodied footsteps running through the entire home have been heard. Disembodied voices, of course. Cold spots. Laughter from a woman on multiple occasions around 4 a.m. from upstairs. No, thank you. Giggling, suspected to be from Irene. Nope. Shadow figures, knocking, objects move and being thrown. Feeling of being touched by an unseen force. Oh, my god! One of the guys on Ghost Adventures, <laughs> I think it was Jay, he was leaning over and he had plumber's plumber's crack and oh no <laughs> he like immediately sa- he was leaning over to pick something up and he immediately sat up and went whoa something just touched me he's like you know when someone tries to like stick your hand in the crack and just he's like don't get plumber's crack here somebody just touched me there <laughs> <laughs> that's so gross <laughs> i was like that's called a chinese what is chinese it? card or swipe yeah chinese card swipe card swipe <laughs> that's funny uh, feeling of being watched, doors slamming and opening shut. Um, oh. On Ghost Adventures, they had experienced some, like, what seemed like intelligent paranormal activity where they had seen a door open. And you, like, they're, like, sitting there just watching and they're like, Did you just open that door? And they're like, Okay, close the door. Yeah. And immediately it, like, slammed shut. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, full body apparitions, including a man in a tall hat and a suit. Okay. The smell of pipe tobacco, possibly from Mr. Hofton. I'm not sure. Okay. EVPs have been found or have been gathered from this. And on Ghost Adventures, they had a lot of experiences. And while eating or ghost hunters, I apologize. Sorry. I don't want, I don't like mixing the two up because sure, they're sure, very sure. different. Yeah. On Ghost Hunters, when they had gone, they said that they had had a lot of experiences. And while eating dinner, there was a, there's like a replica of like an Egyptian, you know, like the sarcophagus like things that are painted. Yeah. Like that you open where the mummy's in. Yeah. They had like one of those on the wall, just like as decoration. Uh Uh-huh. And it was facing towards the front entrance. Oh my gosh. And after a few minutes into eating their dinner, they looked up and it was like now facing into the dining room where they were eating. That's the cowboy. So creepy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I was mummified. I must play the role. Oh my God, you're right. I didn't think about that. So as of today, you can still visit the Stone Lion Inn in Guthrie, Oklahoma, and even participate in a murder mystery party or become a guest by staying the night in one of the six suites, including the Kentucky Daisy Suite, the Cordial Suite, the Bordello Suite, the Wedding Suite, the Lucille Mall Suite, and the Parlor. Parlor. Either way, you will get a taste of thrill, history, and evidently really good breakfast with some freshly pressed coffee. Oh, that sounds so, that sounds fun. <laughs> You're welcome. I just gave you a great review. <laughs> I, speaking of reviews, I tried so hard to look for a Yelp on Scared Review, but I could really? not find any that had, like, people talked about it being haunted, but all I found was that their breakfast was great and that the murder mystery parties were fun. So, yeah. um, not too many people talked about the hauntings there. That's so. okay. But yeah. That's so much fun. Thank you. You're welcome. That was the Stone Lion Inn in Guthrie, Oklahoma. I think we should go there. I think so, too. It, it sounds so much fun. It does sound I like just, a lot of I fun. I just want to talk in a British accent and pretend oh to kill someone. 
why british i don't know is that that it's would be the your, only accent that i can that do would be your persona? that was a terrible example of it but i that's like the only accent that i can kind of do <laughs> you could just be like uh Catherine o'hare and say just make up your own accent who's Catherine o'hare harris oh 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 Catherine o'hare you said it right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah from uh schitt's creek yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I have a neighborhood story for you. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, I went first. I was like, wait a second. It's my turn to tell a story. <laughs> Bree, stop being so selfish. You already had one. Sorry. So this one is from Reddit. I used to live in an HOA. One of the members of on the board lived across the street from my neighbor and I. He sent a letter to us saying that we all have to mow the lawn on the same day. <laughs> At the same cut height and in the same pattern. What? To create uniformity in the neighborhood. Sounds like my husband being an HOA. (laughs) (laughs) My neighbor and I intentionally cut on different days and in opposite patterns just to annoy the guy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Give it to the moon. Also, that sucks. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Asking Where? way too. That's like Stepford Housewives. I, I'm sorry. I can't. I work that day. Yeah. I can't mow yeah. my lawn that day. <laughs> so stupid. That's so stupid. Ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, um, one more thing. I forgot. This comes out the day before my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Matt. Happy I love birthday, you. Matt. You're gonna listen to this like a year from now, and finally this is the be second like, time oh, we yeah, wished I, him a happy birthday. I, yeah. Yeah, that means we're at here. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Uh, so do you have anything else to say? No. All right. So we're going to get going. I'm going go to go to plane to catch. So you know where to listen to us. Listen, I can't talk tonight at all. I feel like I'm just chattering. You know where to find us. Yep. You know where to find us. Anyway, have a yeah. good night. Uh, <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, Google, wherever. Please write and review us on iTunes. It's really helpful. And Spotify, actually. And follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, and Facebook. I forgot that one. And also, we have a Facebook group where yeah. we're really active in and we like to hang out with we you go guys. Live. So, yeah, we go live. So, you know, what is that? What is everything falling down I'm for? I'm playing with Leon's tail. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was floating. at first. I thought it was like an orb, and I got really freaked out for a second. No, it's just me. <laughs> they're everywhere. Um, <laughs> they're probably gonna go past the camera. Probably. <laughs> it's an orb. Um, what's with the neighbors? Nope, it's cat hair. <laughs> it's just cat hair. Uh, so yeah, you know where to follow us, and we have a website, what's with the neighbors.com. and on there you can find a link for everything that she just mentioned, along with a link to our. Everywhere there's so much cat hair. Along with our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash WWTN podcast. For five dollars a month, you can be a Patreon donor and be on that donor bus. Uh and you can get our video our episodes unedited and videoed and early with exclusive content. And for three dollars a month, you can get our edited audio episodes early and exclusive content feel free to slide into our dms with any questions comments or story suggestions we want to hear your neighborhood stories your true crime stories and your paranormal stories tell us it let us know how it goes all of it tell us all of it or if you just want to say hi that's wwtnpodcast.gmail.com and have you checked on the neighbors what do the neighbors bring amy, amy out, out. <laughs> leon wants to say say hi to your cats for me is he purring he was until I picked him up. <laughs>